0: Snuff production. Unlike a triple shot half sweet almond milk cold pressed caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated. But they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, tick tock, tick tock. The clock is ticking down, Alex Dyson, to start getting your presents in the post. For what? For well, Christmas. Are you, you? know, there's. Are you? Hang on. Are you
1: serious right now?
0: Well, look, no, they're saying it's, it's all going to have to be cut off by next week. So there's a couple of different deadlines for um, all the different, not next Wait. week, next month, different deadlines. We're still in October. I know. But, mate, have you been have you been living in the same world as me? It's difficult to get anything at the moment. Supply chain's the nightmare. All right, everything's expensive. Some of the cutoff dates as early as the 14th of November.
1: Oh, okay, so about, what, six weeks out or something?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's There's different cut-off dates for different countries, so please keep an eye out for it. Popular places like South Africa, China... England, they've all got different dates. So if you're you're interested, hit up Australia Post. They should be able to give you a little bit of details there.
1: All right. Well, luckily, uh, this podcast is on demand whenever you want it. And uh, today's is a big one, Matt O'Kine.
0: Yes, that's right. I will be attempting to blow your mind with a mind-blowing fact a little bit later on. One that might even
1: take us out of this world. Well, my mind was confused, I would say, This week, Yeah, I'm interested about this. What happened? Well, I woke up to something um, I wasn't expecting. I couldn't understand what it was. So I won't won't tell you that story in a moment. It's got something to do with producer Bron's wedding. So we'll tell you a little bit about that in a moment. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Matt, have you ever woken up in the morning... Got about your morning and then just gone. ow, and looked down at your body. You might've been out the night before and there's, you just got a random bruise. You have no idea how it happened. I mean, yes, but on that note, mm-hmm. recently,
0: um, Sophia was quite sick, had some sort of possible gastro situation, mm, was yeah. vomiting, right? Very drowsy and suddenly started saying, um, it hurts when I walk. It, it, it feels funny when I walk. Mm-hmm. Now my sister had meningitis when she was little, you know, very serious stuff. So I'm, I'm always, and my dad's always like, you know, if, if if kids are getting dizzy and stuff like that, you know, they're struggling walking, you gotta be on it. Yep. So I, I was like, I kept asking her, like, are you sure it feels weird when you walk? She's like, yeah, it feels funny. I'm, I'm like asking her, okay, like, where does it feel funny? She said, like, I feel, she kept saying, I feel dizzy in my legs. And we're like, okay. She doesn't, that doesn't make sense, but we're, let's go to the hospital. Yep. So then we went to the hospital and the doctor just like bends down and like feels her legs with his fingers and then he's like, touches her knees and then she's like, ow. And he's like, did you fall over during the week at all, Sophia? And she's like, yes, on my knees. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, I think that's why her legs hurt. And other than that, she has gastro. <laughs>
1: Goodbye.
0: It was literally like a 10-minute thing. It was, But it was so so quick that the, the parent next to me was like, I would have done the same thing. Like full sympathy. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever. Better to be safe than sorry. I'm out of here. Yeah, bruise these bruise egos on the, on the wander home.
1: Um, yeah, damn. Why have Why? Did you wake up with a bruise recently, a random bruise? Yep. After Bron's wedding. I mean the, the oh. fallout continues. Well, I mean, where was it? Was it on your chin? Did you do the worm? Um, you can kind of still it's like very faint now, you know. It's been a little while since the weekend. But you can kind of still see it's on my hand, like where my thumb joins my palm. Oh, it's a weird place for a yeah, and it was like bruises, isn't it? And it was around. And in fact, <sighs> bronze here, do you know Can I guess what it is? You can guess what it is.
0: Because I've
1: I have had
0: Similar injuries before, yeah, on my hand around that thumb and index finger area. I'm gonna guess that bronze bar at the wedding had stubbies with twist top bottles. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and you open, you crack open a couple of those across the course of a night. Suddenly, you wake Mm. up this morning, what is this injury from? It's from the sharp bottle caps. Is that it?
1: It's not it. I would have, oh. that's not bad. There would have been maybe a little few cuts in there. You know, you try and open yeah. it by yourself. Bron, do yeah. you have a, do you have a guess?
0: I think I know what it is. Reckon it is. Was it giving the bride and the groom a thumbs up <laughs> all night? <laughs> on Just yes. kept thumbs
1: up. <laughs> was this, was this from Kick-Ons? It, I think I discovered the source when I checked the videos on the phone. And here is a video of me from the pub across the road after the wedding. Oh, is that you on the tambourine? <laughs> that is Dyson on the tambourine having a big old whack right onto the hand, and I wake up the next day, and I've got a random big bruise on the bone of my thumb when it comes through, but that crisp tambo sound oh, was perfect. Mate, and when- that is the second time I've done a critically acclaimed tambourine solo in the song Zombie by the Cranberries. Second time. You have previously
0: said that you did one of the best tambourine solos of all time, didn't you? Double tambourine
1: outro solo. Yeah, in yep, Thailand. I heard about it. At the Irish pub. So, I tell you what, there was a tambourine in the area. The little band started playing Zombie and it was on. What Bron, what did you think of, of the uh, performance?
0: Um, I don't really remember much of on. <laughs>
1: oh going my god, on. Bron. <laughs>
0: This is supposed to be your special night. <laughs> by that point I don't really know what was happening. But it's sound from the video. That sounded great. Sounded crisp. It did. Yeah. That's that's it looked like it was a huge vibe. Bron, you must have been stoked. People must have had a great time. Yeah, it was it was it was definitely a lot of fun. It was very good. Oh wow. Well, hopefully no tambourines were injured in the making of this segment, but there you go. It just goes to show that you know, you get the full performance when Alex Dyson turns up to the kick on.
1: That's my wedding present to you, by the way, Bron, as well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> when percussion <laughs> attacks, uh, but we did ask you when when you've had a random bruise uh, found after a night night out. And Michael got in touch saying a few years ago now I went to my GP due to knee pain. He did an MRI which showed I had a little fracture in my knee. They sent me to a specialist to figure out what exactly was causing the pain and why I'd had this small bone fracture. On a physical exam, he noticed a decent sized scar on my knee. He said, "How'd you get that scar?" I said, "Oh, it was a mad Monday incident." Funny, he said, "It matches perfectly with your fracture." All that effort to find out I was just intoxicated and fell over.
0: That's it. See, so
1: it's not just my three-and-a-half-year-old daughter. It's also <laughs> fistmate Michael. Yes. On you, Michael. <laughs> Mads got in touch saying I've got, I had bruises and scratches on my behind from squatting in the bushes on Brunswick Street. Oh, oh my Was oh, she doing it in a thorn bush? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, guacamole said half of my face was covered in blood not mine not a clue whose it was oh my God. <laughs> what wake up in the morning that is no good and taj <laughs> wallace did a dice giant bruise from bagging tambourine on my leg for probably two hours see <laughs> I mean I,
0: look we could probably do a whole
1: subsection on tambourine injuries alone <laughs> where did you whack yourself with a tambourine could have been like <laughs> on the chest kind of go like this one um, anyway you can always check our uh, talkback topics via our insta stories jump on dot matt.and.alex I smell toast well, we're getting deeper and deeper into October, or as it's otherwise known, Spooktober, um, if you do follow Halloween. Halloween is creeping up. It's everywhere now. I was
0: at a cafe the other day. They had a spooky little doll on the uh, on the side of the table thingy. You walk p- anyone who walked past it, the doll went, <laughs> <laughs> and then the little eyes lit up red and everything. I was like, is this do want that.
1: Necessary. Um, Australian pineapple growers are getting on board, though, because due to the rains we've been having, they had an early harvest of pineapples, mm. and there's such pine. a glut, but so many of them that they're saying, hey, replace the pumpkins with the scary pine.
0: Here, yeah, yeah.
1: here, And they are spikier than a pumpkin.
0: They are. They are decidedly more spooky. Mm. Spooky and spiky. And look, I mean, I've seen a picture of a uh, a (laughs) pumpkin. The spiky and (laughs) spooky. (laughs) (laughs) They're sweet because they're fruity. (laughs) Um, All right. Look, I've seen with with people having cut out the faces out into Mm -hmm. a
1: pineapple with a little light inside. They look really good. It works pretty well, the old pineapple um, jack-o'-lantern. But um, we did think with this happening, it could be, An opportunity for us, Matt to do another Matt and Alex Plank Call.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since we've uh, done the plank call, where we um, uh, put ourselves into plank position, call you, and uh, give you a list of clues in which you have to guess what mystery word we are talking about before our abs collapse and uh, we crumple into the um, unfit messes that we are. We're
1: not allowed to get down from the plank until you say... In this instance, pineapple. Pineapple. To celebrate. Now,
0: we gotta have, we got to have rules because obviously you could just say, you know,
1: spiky fruit or something.
0: Yeah. And people would almost immediately say, well, that
1: sounds like the pine to me. So, our forbidden words right now are yellow, fruit, Hawaiian or Hawaii, and pizza.
0: Okay, wait, let me write this down. So, what are we saying? Forbidden words are? We're not allowed to say spiky. Spiky.
1: Oh no, Spiky's all right. Can we say Spiky Bron?
0: Yeah, Spiky's fine. I think
1: it's fruit, yellow, yellow fruit, Hawaiian fruit, Hawaiian, so
0: yellow and pizza fruit, Hawaiian or anything to do with Hawaii mm-hmm. and pizza. Yeah. All right. Um, should
1: we flip a coin? So you goes first, Matt? Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. All right, Bron. Think of a heads or a tails. Um. Okay. Is it heads? No. Nah. All right, Matt, you get to choose. You want to go first or second? Oh, I'll go first. I'm ready. I'll all right, well, get your plank position ready. I'll dial. As soon as the person picks up, your time begins. All right, hold on. I'm just going to get into this position right now. All right, I'm calling a uh, all-day breakfast uh, listener who's left their phone number with us. If you want to get involved, hit us in the DMs. Tell us you want to be on the plank calling list. That's the right way to do it. Oh my um, But yeah. this listener, whose name is Nick, does not know we're giving... A call. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Uh, Okay, Matt, I'm gonna hit the uh, hit the button.
0: I don't get into it yet.
1: But you don't not in the plank yet. Okay. When they pick up, when they pick up, start planking. Here we go. When Nick picks up, your time begins. You have reached. Get someone else ready, Bron. I will call 04. Um, get ready to plank. Yeah, once okay, the go. phone gets picked up, you are away. Your listener's name is Georgia. The number you have dialed is not in service. <laughs> damn oh my God. Oh, God damn it. Hang on, okay, one sec. I'm sure I called the right number. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Someone just walked past in the office. It just <laughs> looks very strange, i got to tell you. Hi,
1: the person you have called oh. is not a... Sorry, um, we can do, we can do um, Heather. Okay, here we go. The caller who you're talking to, Matt, is Heather. Heather, okay. The person you are calling <laughs> oh is not a... I'll try Heather one more time. The person you are calling... All
0: right, try Nick again.
1: You have reached... Um... <laughs> Do I stop? No, let's try
0: one
1: more. Broad really wants this segment. All
0: right.
1: The listener who you're talking to, Matt, is Rama. All right. (laughs) Hello,
0: gibberish Rama. I'm sorry, I can't get to the phone right now. One more call.
1: What name is this? Kate. Matt, the listener you'll be talking to, who has no idea we're calling, is Kate. Okay, okay, The person you are calling is not available
0: Alright, all right. try again We need to have it show that it's Matt and Alex
1: all day The person you are calling is not available um, One more, one okay, more Okay, let's call one other person um, Give us a number, Bron
0: Alright, Jack better
1: pick up Okay The you're calling, Matt, is Jack Okay, come on,
0: Jack Come on, Jack. We got bum bags coming out the wazoo. We need to get rid of them. Oh, you
1: bitch, Jack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. We got to call it. We're
0: out of time. <laughs> oh, we it. See, this is on you listening. All right. If you get, we need to bring back people picking up. Private numbers.
1: Is it on there, there or is it we just haven't done a plank call for so long? People have forgotten to answer. Okay, well. Potentially look. Matt and Alex because they remember that they're on the plank oh, call list. Jeez. Because we're going to have to call this a nil all draw of, <laughs> <laughs> of plank calls. Yes, it is that time of the week where our feeble minds get put up to the test by the stampeding wildebeest that is a fact from Matthew O'Kine.
0: That's right, grab your tinfoil hats, not to protect the truth or the propaganda, but to keep your inner truth from blasting out to the outside world. What? Mind. <laughs> We're about to blow your mind with a fact that I learned. That
1: was intro blown <laughs>
0: right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I was going to talk about pooping in space uh, <laughs> because that's quite an interesting interesting topic. I saw mm. a really great thread that was all about, you know, pooping in space. There was a suggestion back in the day that women astronauts weren't going to work because there was no way to urinate in space. But they had to figure out these devices and originally right. it started off with sort of sheaths that you'd put over your male genitalia mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, fasten it on with
1: some sort of sort of elastic band and then you do the wee, cause
0: you can't obviously just have stuff floating around.
1: Oh, of course not. And, um, it, there's a little bit of a vacuum suction to make sure it all gets rid of, isn't it? Well, now yeah. there wasn't for a long time. They didn't know oh. what to do.
0: For a very long time, there was no idea. For quite a while, you had to sort of fasten a bag to your bottom,
1: right? Now, here's the thing. With no oh, gravity. No. I mean, I've I've heard of a floater, but well,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, with no gravity, yeah. the poop doesn't break off.
1: Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, right, in real you're
0: yeah. <laughs> sitting down. It, it naturally, like, breaks and falls off. Yeah. But if there's no gravity, there's no way for it to really detach
1: itself. <laughs> now, apologies to those of you <laughs> who, who love a faeces-free fe- Friday. It would, it would like it to be extended to a Thursday at the end of the week. But
0: The long faeces-free weekend. But no, <laughs> we work all day every day here at Mountain Alex All Day Breakfast. So, anyways, so, yeah, there were little finger holes in the um bag that you would then put your finger in like little sort of semi-gloves and then you'd have to manually detach it. Like you're making some homemade gnocchi. And then, well, speaking of which, then you'd have to mix in a little bit of chemical because If you just leave the poop in the bag mm. in space, right, the chemicals start reacting with themselves, and then it starts, like, expanding. The air starts expanding, et cetera, and then mm. it could turn into a very big explosive situation.
1: Mm. Once it was
0: all in the bag, then you need to empty this little sachet into it that was like um, one of the astronauts said, like a sort of tomato sauce bag that you'd get from you know, um, Mm. a fast food restaurant, and then you have to mush it all together so that the chemicals in that bag would then, he said it was quite fun and quite warm, (laughs) you know, so you get the double up of the old, you know, those little sacks that you hold when it's a cold night camping. But, um, but no, I thought we won't go there.
1: We won't go there. (laughs) Yeah. Best to avoid that. So luckily we're not talking about it. Well done. Yeah.
0: So... (laughs) Instead, refocusing back on the uh, old Ned Brockman who ran, of course, from Cottesloe Beach all the way to, to Bondi. Yep. And I thought, oh, I wonder what the longest run is. Right. I thought, let's look at the 24-hour record, okay? Now, there oh, are 24-hour yeah. runs that happen. I remember a friend of mine uh, did one at the Blue Mountains uh, a couple of years ago. So usually you work on a one or two-mile um, circuit that you just keep doing laps of. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people choose to see. Some people do not. Mm. All right. Because obviously you sleep, you snooze, you lose, essentially, is what they say. <laughs> so uh, the world record holder, Alexandra Sorokin, right? The furthest run in 24 hours, Alexandra ran 319 kilometers. <laughs> all right. So that's further than Sydney to Canberra in yep. 24 hours, which is a four, like a three and a half
1: hour drive on a good day. Why'd you bring that up? It reminded me of the story. Do you remember uh, Cliff Young? Cliffy? Oh, yeah, who's Cliff Young again? I do, I remember the name rings a real bell. Albert Ernest Clifford Young was an Australian potato farmer and athlete from Beach Forest. He's best known for his unexpected win of the inaugural Sydney to Melbourne Ultra Marathon at 61 years of age. Oh! Before running the race, he told the press he'd previously run for two or three days straight rounding up sheep in gumboots. Oh, um, he said afterwards that during the race, he imagined he was running after sheep trying to outrun a storm. Took him five days, 15 hours, and four minutes.
0: Well, there you go. Thank you very much, Alex Dyson. Do we have any other um, mind-blowns?
1: Oh, we do every week, and it's thanks to you. Thank you very much for listening and sending in the facts that are blowing your mind this week. This week's mind-blown comes from Trent. A
0: little bit of a mind-blown for you. If you turn your tongue upside down, as in (laughs) like flip it over, make it do some sort of like a barrel roll, and then touch the underside of your tongue, you won't be able to tell what part of your tongue you're touching, like which side of your tongue.
1: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it, and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, here, go. Yeah, good, go. I wonder how many people ah, are yeah. doing that right now in their cars or on the bus. Just yeah, that oh, is yeah. weird. Mind blown. That is a weird thing to practice. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of other things happening in your mouth that indicate that your tongue's not the right way up.
1: Uh-huh. But it felt like I was touching the top when I was touching the bottom. So. Yeah,
0: true. Thank you very much, Trent. Thank you for always uh, sending in your facts on at alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. That's
1: right. We're going to wrap things up for today. Be back with you for a big episode Tomorrow. You know who's joining us tomorrow. <gasps> Who? Only Zach from Auntie Donna? Oh
0: I love those guys. So funny. Too funny. <laughs> it's like you us interviewing Alexi and Cameron James the other week, and you. I'm gonna stop interviewing funny people. <laughs> it makes us look terrible. Um, no, we can't wait for that. It's gonna be really awesome, and uh, we will be back with you the same time, same place, wherever you enjoy us. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Have a good one. That's it. The all day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt